Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And somebody has just been on asking what is the name of the Christmas tree where you rent a Christmas the Christmas tree uh, people uh, says uh, no that was Colm that we spoke with uh, Colm Crowley uh, speaking about re- actually renting a Christmas tree and then you give it back to him he has it back on the farm and you can rent the same tree again the following year wonderful wonderful uh, idea and it is uh, christmastree.ie is their uh, website I'm sure our own Peter Dowdle would be a fan of that good afternoon to you Peter Good afternoon, Peter. I think that's an absolutely fantastic idea. I think that's a fantastic idea, Patricia. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Isn't, isn't it wonderful? And I'm telling you, I, I couldn't get over how reasonable it was. It was like €25 Euro to rent the three-foot one and €40 Euro to rent the five-foot one. And they package it all up really nicely so it's easy to transport at home. And then um, at the end of December, after Christmas, you bring it back to them. And he says that they mark them all, but he said people recognise recognise their tree you can come back the following year and get your same tree again which I think is great it's absolutely brilliant because I love having a real Christmas tree at home and I've always thought though that it's kind of obscene tradition isn't it that we, we cut down so many trees though I'm, I'm guilty of it myself uh, but I do love them but this is a great and I've, all, I've always espoused the, the idea of, of people buying a living Christmas tree in a pot but then of course you're faced with the idea of what to do with it afterwards so I think this is a brilliant brilliant idea that you can bring it back and then get the same or a different one then next year I really do think it's, that's a great it's idea brilliant. And, he, and he said he saw he originally saw the concept in, in America then he said he saw that they started doing it in Germany and he said he knew from his own customers because he has a Christmas tree farm he knew from his own customers that there was an appetite there for it. And he said it's really, really uh, taken uh, taken off. His Christmas tree farm is in uh, Roscarbury, but he sells them out of, I think he said the Black Rock Hurling Club is where he sells them out of. They're there every day for the next couple of weeks now for people oh, to pick I, up I, their I, trees. I, I, I passed him yesterday. Yeah, I passed him yesterday call, in that that's case. That's Colm. It's, it's a wonderful idea. OK, let's get straight into uh, questions that people have for you. Question, please, for Peter. Is it too late to lift and divide daffodils uh, it, uh, uh, and if it is too late when is the best time that's for Mags in Inchigila Okay to Mag, I'm going to tell Mags it's not too late no you're still okay uh, it is It is. I mean textbook wise you'd say probably it's too late 1st of December but particularly with the mild temperatures we've been having at the moment it's only recently got cold so no I would lift them 
divide them where you did plant one bulb, you now have a, a cluster of maybe up to half a dozen bulbs coming off the one root plate. Uh, divide them into individual bulbs and plant them again now you you stand on that note even if you're not lifting and dividing if you're just planting bulbs you still have plenty of time to plant your spring bulbs uh, it's only the first of december so plenty plenty of time to do it uh, i suppose in answer to mags as well the correct time to do it the more correct time to do it is at the end of the spring when the when the daffodils have finished flowering and all the foliage and stems and everything have turned brown and the, the, has gone back into the bulb which would probably be about May time that's actually the time to do it lift them then divide them uh, keep them somewhere cool and dry until the autumn around November, December and plant them out again Rosaline has a problem with her Christmas cactus it doesn't look like it's going to flower this year one in particular her second one has loads of flowers and buds on it but the other one has no buds at all looking fine and healthy but it's just not going to flower this year why would that happen? Yeah, you don't have a problem. There's nothing wrong with it. But is it, this comes up uh, regularly around this time of the year, doesn't it, Trish? Yeah. It's been a question. And what, what it is, is the Christmas cactus, which are uh, scumbergia, to give them their correct name, an awful mouthful of a name, but they really give this magic floral display during December and January. Um, but sometimes what they do is, and in fact, very regularly what they'll do is take every second year off. They, they, they put so much energy into giving so I bet you if I asked her the, that that cactus flowered well last Christmas uh, and they put so much energy into creating a lovely lovely display they'll very often take a year off break as it builds up its reserves again I know that's not always true I know your one which I've yet to see in your canteen I believe does it well every it's, year it ha- it? uh, can I say we haven't a bud on it this year Oh well, there you go. Because I've got <laughs> one at home. Soon. I've got one at home that's in full, full beautiful flowers. It's just gorgeous, and it's like gorgeous cerise pink. But the, the the two that we have here in the canteen, one is the pink one, and one is the 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 lighter pink, almost white. And there isn't a bud on them this year. I think this is the year they're taking a break. They're having a break. I'm l- yeah. I'm looking at them every morning, going, "You're having a rest. You'll be back with us next year." And like that, they're fine. They're fine and healthy. But don't don't panic, and we're not panicking. Uh, we're not panicking about it. And Rosalind, don't panic. It will, it will come back. You're up there with Prince Charles, Trish. You know that talking to your flowers now. I- me and Prince Charles does everything there's something in common with that man um, and from Bantry says uh, Peter I have a flagpole cherry and then there's a big long name after it I won't even try and pronounce growing in the corner of a small townhouse garden in Bantry now it's not growing on a lawn is it okay to leave the fallen leaves on the ground it's surrounded by earth is it okay to leave them I suppose she wants them rotting back in it's absolutely okay Prunus Amanagawa is the long name That's of that it. plant and it's called called the flagpole cherry because it grows straight up like a flagpole or like a very thick pencil. It, it, it's no kind of uh, width to that crown. It's a very upright growing growing tree. But that or any deciduous tree which is dropping its leaves, it's more than okay to leave them. It's very, very beneficial to leave them. Uh, I wrote an article for the examiner recently and it says, who says money doesn't grow on trees? It does. If you look at the leaf litter that those trees give, you know, it's the best soil conditioner that you can get. You, you know, so 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 put your put your wallet away and save a trip to the garden centre in the spring for soil conditioner. If you have leaves, just put put them all into a hessian bag, leave them for twelve months, and you have the best. I mean, it's really the best soil conditioner you can get. Uh, failing that, you don't even have to go to that level of work. Just leave them on the soil and, and let the earthworms do the thing. Important to get them off the lawn. All right. Now I know she says it's not planted in the lawn, yeah. but it is important for anyone listening to to remove fallen leaves off any lawn area because that will cut out light 
light and oxygen, well, light to, to the area directly underneath the leaves. So you don't want that, but don't dump them. No, definitely not. Put them in the compost bin or just straight onto the beds. Okay, Elizabeth, question for Peter, please. What weeping trees and our shrubs would be suitable for shallow ground, depth of about one to two feet? The width of the area is about five foot by 80 feet. Well, uh, thanks, Peter. But it's to grow um, a we in a it's 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 a shallow ground. Yeah, you're not going to like it's, it's something that's only one. I don't know when they say shallow ground. Is it is it like a man-made bed? I wonder that only has one or two feet, and then you're hitting concrete, or is it just one or two foot of topsoil, and then you hit uh, subsoil? If it if it's if it's the latter, if you only have one or two feet of topsoil, and then you hit subsoil, well, then you're you're fine. That's a grand depth of topsoil in a natural situation in a man-made situation like where it might be a, a, a an artificially created bed it, it's not going to be enough no to grow any trees as such but you could look at weeping plants such as um uh, I was thinking there of the Japanese maple a nice weeping Japanese maple would do well there uh, there's also you you might get away with as we were talking about cherry blossoms a minute ago you've the flagpole cherry but you've also got a weeping cherry are a weeping crab apple, which are trees, yes, but they're relatively small trees. You may get away with them. Um, another thing you could look at is, is get what's called a standard rose. Now, the, the term standard there, Trish, refers to the fact that it's grown on a clear stem. So if you can imagine, you know the way you'd see these lollipop plants, they could be roses or they could be bay leaves or whatever. So if you get a, a standard rose, but if it's a weeping rose on top of that stem, well, then you've got maybe five or six feet of this clear stem with the weeping rose on top. So that might also be a nice one to go for. Uh, and that should do well in that situation as well. Okay, we seem to open the floodgates now to do with uh, Christmas cactus. Uh, Trisha in Bantry has a Christmas uh, cactus. It's grown very big. This year it only it only has about two or three blooms on it. Wondering, can she trim it back? It's about 1.5 feet high and 2.5 feet wide. It's been fabulously blooming every year for the last five years. She's only calling now to show off. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's a that's a big big uh, Christmas cactus. It is a big, big one. Um, yes, you can trim it back. I wouldn't trim it back now. It's not going to necessarily promote flowering. Uh, I would trim it back in the spring. And it's very, they're very straightforward to, to trim back. It's, as you know, Trish, when you're looking at the Christmas cactus, the leaves are kind of like segments, aren't yeah. they? So you, you just prune back to a joint between the two segments. Uh, and in fact, the segment that you remove can also become be used as a little cutting for a new plant. So just dip the base of the, of the pruning, if you like, into a small bit of rooting powder and into a bit of compost. Uh, now, it's a, a cutting should only be two, two segments long, not three or four or five. Uh, into a bit of rooting powder or rooting liquid and then into compost. And that will probably root away as well. So you'll be giving away free Christmas cacti. Um, <laughs> But So no harm to prune it, but it probably won't promote flowers. Uh, if there's a few flowers on this one, but it's not flowering as well as it should, you maybe give it a feed. And what you want to promote flowers quickly is what's called a foliar feed. So most plant foods, Trish, are uh, act in the root zone. We drench the soil and the nutrients get taken in by the roots. But there are some foliar plant foods out there as well, which get taken in through the foliage and they work that much more quickly. Uh, there's one called emerald mist. Now, I know it's an Irish one. Uh, and that's a very, very good, and to the best of my knowledge, it's 100% organic, but I know it's very, very quick in its effect. So emerald mist, get some of that, spray it onto the house plants now, and hopefully, or any of the indoor plants, like Christmas cacti, something that you're trying to get flowers on, uh, orchids, anything like that, 
uh, and that should give you good results between now and the 25th. Okay, hi, I've got a monkey puzzled tree that's at least 52 years old. With the last few months though, most of the branches from the bottom to about two thirds of the way up have gone brown. What could be wrong with it? It's never happened before. This is an old tree. 52 years isn't old, Trish. Is it not? No, well, I suppose no, not for trees. I'm, no. I'm, heading, I'm heading that direction. Well, yeah, well, sorry. Pretty, pretty yeah, 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 yeah. I'm thinking about the tree. <laughs> <laughs> and it's even younger in tree yeah. terms. It's even younger in, in monkey puzzle terms. Um, but I, I hate to say it, but that's not good news. But ah. that, that, yeah, it's not good news. There is a fungal infection which, which affects monkey puzzles. Uh, Oricaria is the name of the monkey puzzle and the the, the the name of what affects it uh, eludes me just at the moment but it's 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 like oricary ands or something like that uh, anyway it's it's a fungal infection which starts hollowing out the inside of the monkey puzzle um and it manifests itself in these in these dead limbs and dead branches outside now that's me answering your question over the radio without ever seeing the tree or even a picture of the tree, okay? So what I would say to the caller there is is get on to somebody like Neil Vaughan or a good tree surgeon. Um, uh, get their opinion on it. Uh, if necessary, they'll test it. A good tree surgeon will know uh, what's wrong with it and unfortunately if it needs to be removed or not. Hopefully not, but I'm afraid. Yeah, Sorry but, not to but get dampen the day, yeah, but, but get it doesn't sound good. Yeah, get something done. Uh, hi, Peter. What would you suggest we do about neighbours who have Japanese knotweed all over their garden? It's now beginning to move into ours. They're not very approachable. Oh, good. Move house. Um, no, I shouldn't be so facetious about the answer because that is a problem. Um I'm very slow to kind of give definite advice over the radio, but I, I like there, there are laws, and the law is that if you have Japanese knotweed on your property, and if you're aware of it, then it is illegal for you to let it go further than your property. So, however, neighbours and being approachable and not approachable, I'm just that that is the way the law is, if you like. Um, I don't know what way to advise you. I suppose the best thing to do is get on to the, I think it's the Japanese Knotweed Company or Japanese Knotweed Ireland. I can never remember the name of the company. It's one of those two that, that are licensed to carry out a survey on it and do up a report. And at least you're beginning to cover yourself in that case. Uh, um, I, I think that's probably what I would do. I would ring them to get advice because this is, uh, Kieran is the, na- the man's name there. You can get on to me directly. I, I can give John Paul the, the number for Kieran if you want. Um, uh, but I would ring them, tell them the situation, because you, you'll understand I don't want to give out the wrong advice I know, on, on I know. radio. I, and, and the problem with Japanese knotwood, well, now obviously the neighbour doesn't seem to be bothered about it, but the Japanese knotwood doesn't know where the boundary of the house is, so it's, it's, well, it's, it's moving no, to the exactly. The Japanese garden. knotwood isn't familiar with the law, and the neighbour may not be that approachable, but the neighbour does have a legal obligation, but whether the caller wants to go that route or not, pardon the pun, is up to them. But uh, I, I would speak to Kieran about this. Uh, as I say, I'll leave the number with John Paul if they want to ring you back uh, and get his advice. Because I don't want to give specific advice over the radio on an individual case, if you know yeah, what I mean. OK. All right, we'll leave it there. Listen, we'll chat to you again next week. In the meantime, thank you for that. Look forward to it. Thanks, Trish. And thanks for joining us. That is uh, Peter Dowdle from the theirishgardener.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.